Hello everyone, Mike Stokes, Wild Alive Living. Today, what I'd like to talk about is the, what I call carving towards success. So what do I mean by that? Most people, um, if you look throughout um, contemporary, not contemporary, uh, if you look at throughout stories and online news media outlets, um, what you'll find are stories of success. And those stories of success usually do not include all of the boring hard work that it took years and years and years for that person to create the success that they now enjoy. Uh, because that's not really, none of us are really interested in that. We just want to jump straight to the success part. And we don't want to hear about it's really boring actually to hear about all of the the mundane work that needs to that that goes into a profoundly huge success in life. So what I mean by carving to success is instead of making an abrupt stop and jumping to the field that you think is more aligned with what you want to do, you carve like I, I surf and so I enjoy one of my favorite maneuvers on a wave is a long drawn out carve. And those long drawn out carves, uh, they're, they're beautiful and they change your direction in a very um, uh, poetic, powerful, um, beautiful way that feels really good and it also doesn't just feel good but if you do it right you have more momentum in the carve coming out than when you started uh so um you can watch uh john john florence's surfing is is, is really good at those long drawn out carves uh, among many many others uh so the point that I'm trying to make is that this idea that oftentimes I think many of us, myself included, fall into the trap that we need to quit the job that we're doing in order to start our dream career. And that is rarely ever a good idea. I'll give you a, a, an example of that. Back in 1995, from 1995 until 2000, uh, I was heavily into the yoga world. Um, and then from 2000 to 2005, I continued to be in the yoga world. And in that time, I built one of the first uh, yoga websites. But at that point in my life, I realized that I didn't really like that environment, the classroom environment, the uh, specific Hindu orientation of yoga. It's, it was uh, in, in its own way, very dogmatic uh, and very rigid in a lot of the... Um, ways that I was learning it. And even the idea that we had to do yoga inside of a classroom um, wasn't actually uh, the original design of yoga. It was one-on-one -on -one with teacher. Um, but the American version of it became this classroom thing. And, and I realized that for me, that wasn't uh, what I liked to do. It didn't really resonate. I, I wasn't getting power and I wasn't seeing that was what, what people really needed. I saw a lot of people going into yoga classes in order to kind of lose themselves for an hour and a half and then come out feeling good. Um, and there's a benefit to that, but there's also a, a limitation to that. In order to really advance in your own uh, mental, physical, and emotional well-being, you need to be able to carry through some low points in more than just an hour and a half. So if you're really going deep into your uh, healing work or your empowering work, 
or your success work, there's going to be times where you need to sustain uh, yourself through low energy points. Um, so anyway, so that didn't work for me. So I basically gave up my yoga career and I gave up my yoga website. Come to find out later from an internet friend of mine that, that my yoga website was one of the highest trafficked websites at the time. And had I simply carved, so this is the point, had I simply carved that yoga website into what I was feeling I was drawn to next, then I would have retained that career momentum and that uh, momentum of success and uh, uh, following um, and community and transformed it into something else. Instead, what I did was I jumped from the yoga back into another passion of mine, which was, which is uh, the sustainable living movement and living off of the land and helping others to build and live off the land more sustainably and more in harmony with nature in a way that has a deep emotional and spiritual resonance as well as a physical resonance with the with the land around you by providing your own food and uh, making your houses more sustainable and um, a more self-reliant and independent. So I started that and then I started that career. Now, about halfway through that career, I, I realized my mistake with the yoga and decided not to no longer to jettison things, but to but to carve in new directions. So in the beginning, I was just um, refinishing floors, and it was pretty toxic. Um, I felt good about it because I was repurposing things rather than throwing them out. Uh, but the chemicals were bad, and I tried to use good chemicals, but um, there really wasn't such a thing back then in the early 2000s for floors, and the ones that they had didn't work very well. So so then I transformed sort of carved out of that type of work into sustainable remodeling for people and having people have building and fixing people's spaces so that they were more in line with sustainable values uh, and progressive values and socially responsible values mostly sustainable values it's very difficult to connect uh, socially responsible values to your construction project. That's not entirely true. You can connect your social values, your progressive values to uh, your construction project if you seek to support companies that put those policies in place uh, as, a, as a matter of priority. Um, little digression here. A simple way to do that is to seek B corporations. B corporations are legally bound to take into account their impact on their shareholders but not like C corporations who only are bound to their shareholders. B corporations are also bound to their employees and they're also bound to the environment and the other people that they impact so that they have a legal requirement to have a positive impact in the world. Um, another slight digression. That was the original intent of all corporations. They just kind of got lost uh, in the way. That's why they granted them personhood because they were supposed to benefit society. Uh, in some ways they do. And in many ways, we, many of us know how they, they, they do detract and pollute and, harm people and things as well. So the point, so that's the digression. So I started to turn my life from one aspect to another. So then, then when green remodeling uh, and building lost its luster for me and wasn't quite what I was aligned with, then I started to move into green development where I started to build my own projects through my own design in a way that felt more aligned with uh, my purpose and my interests and my passions and my skills and my values. 
and then come full, not full, almost full circle now. I'm now at the point where I'm building retreat centers, uh, my own retreat center specifically, uh, probably a couple at this point. And the retreat centers are taking all of that knowledge of how of that I learned along the way of how to build uh, sustainable spaces and spaces that are inspiring and 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 heal not only the person in front of you but also the landscape around you and the larger planet. So creating this uh, holistic retreat center that now is tying back to my original passion for teaching yoga and teaching holistic wellness. Um, into a place-based grounded vision of the entirety of that whole thing. So instead of breaking from my construction career, uh, my green building career, I have now incorporated that and carved. I've carved and turned that career into another career focus. So in that way, what you do, if you do it right, is you retain and even accelerate your momentum and move yourself as long as you're moving in the way of nature, like the Tao says, you're not paddling upstream, but you're going, you're carving uh, down the face of the wave or downstream. And in that way, you build momentum and you build inspiration and you draw on your previous successes. If you look back at almost every successful person, um, whether they had a positive or a negative impact, they all did that. They all built upon their previous successes and very few of them just jettisoned what they did and moved to something entirely different. Um, which was a mistake that I made and many of us make. Again, you don't want to get stuck inside of a particular uh, idea that this is the only thing that you can do. You should constantly be seeking to true your, um, true your balance beam. So, for example, Joseph Campbell says, uh, you'll know life is like a balance beam and you'll know when you're on it. You'll feel doors opening. You'll feel a sense of wellness and energy. And when you fall off, the, the job is to get back on. But get back on, and instead of quitting what you're doing, move and carve it. See if you can carve into a new life using the skills and talents and relationships and uh, landscape and location that you have. Now, sometimes this is a caveat. With As within every teaching, there's always a dark underbelly. Sometimes the environment and the people and the job that you're in are completely inconsistent with who you are and what you want. If that's the case, then it's fine to jettison it. Just know that when you jettison it, you're going to need an incredible amount of support or an incredible amount of energy or an incredible amount of both. Um, if you don't have either the energy or the support, it becomes very difficult to make a radical life change like that. So the point of this talk is... If you're having dreams of quitting your career, you're having dreams of starting this new business, or you're having dreams of, of uh, traveling the world, see what is inside of your world already that, can, that you can carve into a new direction using the momentum, the energy, the resources, uh, and the inspiration and the skills and interests that are already there. Um, there's uh, a wonderful saying, uh, start from where you are. Uh, with what you have when at the point in time where you're at and work from there. Start opening up from that point instead of trying to jettison everything. Um, and again, that really works if you're in touch with your grander vision for your life. If you're sort of lost about that, better to do some deep, deep inquiry. Sorry, I just dropped the phone. Um, better to do some deep, deep inquiry first and then begin to try to carve your new life.
So the important point is, is that there's probably something you can do inside of your current life to make direct changes to your career, your financial situation, your relationships, your home site, whatever it is, and to turn it into the direction that's inspiring and uplifting and energizing for you and healing for the planet and for others. That's it. I hope that's helpful. Have a wonderful day. As always, please send me questions and inquiries, and I will do my best to address them in future episodes. Have a wonderful day.